Hello all and welcome back to another episode of TV and Us, a conversation show about the TV series we just can't stop talking about. My name is Jennifer Hahn. And I'm Sarah Callen. Each season, we focus on a different show, reviewing it episode by episode, and we invite you to watch along with us. Today, we are reviewing Succession Season 4, and we're going to be talking about Episode 3, Connor's Wedding. If you haven't watched it yet, this is your spoiler alert. Please check it out and watch it before continuing to listen. All right, so Sarah, let's kick off with a quick summary of the episode. While Logan doles out an unsavory task ahead of his trip to meet Matson, Connor fixated fixates on minutia at his wedding all right uh and let's start off the episode with uh our episode titles that we would give for episode three uh i would have titled it the wedding grinch mm, nice. <laughs> yes <laughs> um plot twist my title would actually just be Connor's Wedding. I kind of love nice. I kind of love what they did with this and how yeah. it's expectations. It is so straightforward and unassuming. Mm-hmm. Really helps set the stage for all that unfolds. So my choice today is what they actually did. I I love that. <laughs> uh, my my runner up wow. is Hoopla and Razmataz, which. Yeah is a callback to the first episode because that's what Connor wanted at his wedding. Mm. And so I was saving it from the first episode. Uh, but then given the events, that didn't seem like the best title. So <laughs> I did not use it. <laughs> yes, your long-awaited I know. succession uh, moment of Connor's I was so bummed. I, the I, I was holding it. For the yeah. perfect moment, and this episode was not the perfect moment for Hoopla and Razmataz. Nope, and the moment has passed. So has passed. here we are. It's fine. Here we are. That's okay because I think I think you are very pleased, hopefully, with this episode. Knowing what I know about you, and knowing some of your soapboxes about TV shows and movies and whatnot, tell me your thoughts about this episode. What do you think? Uh, can we just first acknowledge that this episode, as of the time that we're recording it, is a perfect 10 out of 10 on IMDb. Wow. That's incredible. Like, wowzers. Yes. Uh, yeah, this episode is phenomenal. Like, one of the best episodes of TV. <laughs> it's incredible. Um and yes, I I am so pleased because the the episode consistently subverted my expectations. And I thought mm-hmm. that they were faking me out for a good long time. And they weren't. And it was great. So uh, that little spoiler alert that we included <laughs> at the beginning of this, like, please heed the spoiler alert if you have not watched this episode, if you have not watched the Connor's Wedding episode, do not listen anymore because it you want to be along for the journey and experience everything that's happening in this episode as the characters are experiencing it. It yes. is a phenomenal episode. Don't 
ruin it. Just stay away from the internet in general. Yes. Actually. Because I've seen headlines. Go watch it right now. I've seen headlines of articles about this episode and I just think it ruins the experience 100%. Oh, no. Yes. Yeah. Which is why I love the episode title, Connor's Wedding. Oh, Fuck it's so girl. good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so unassuming. It's so unassuming. But yeah. man, I I just am impressed that this 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 show, these writers have the audacity to do what they did and committed to Logan's death in this episode. I didn't think it would timing wise, like an episode three moment feels incredibly interesting, but knowing this is the final season, I'm sure we're going to talk about what this sets up for the next seven episodes. But two, to your point, I also thought that they were faking me out as well. I was like, there's no way they're doing this right now. There's no way, right? Are they really doing it? And so I empathized heavily with Roman, who was like, he's not gone, right? He's not gone. Unless a medical professional has proven that he's gone, he's not gone. And Oh no, we we see the whole thing. We we see it's it is confirmed. We see the body bag. We see it all, and um, they really went for it. They swung for it, and they did it. They ripped off the band aid. Well, and and what I loved about it is how it was shot, because mm-hmm. you know, for for a lot of that conversation, you just see a close up of Tom's face, and then you see the kids. And then you see a stewardess doing chest compressions, but you can't see Logan. And so like that whole time, I was like, until you show me his face, I am not going to believe that he's actually doing this. Because I believe that Logan is evil enough to do this just to screw with his children on another child's wedding day. Like I, I could see him doing that to achieve some goal. Um, and so it was minutes into this conversation with Tom that you finally see Logan's face. And I went, oh my gosh, they're really doing this. And I got so excited. Um, and, and somehow the episode just gets better from that point on too. I, I was amazed at, obviously the writing was great, but more than that, like the performances I mean, we've known oh my gosh, that these yes. actors are incredible, but wow, like I, there are no words. It was, I, I get why this is a 10 out of 10 on IMDb, like their p- performances were perfect and it was just an incredible ride. So well written. You knew, uh, that these characters were all going through so much and then the way that they reacted to the news felt so perfect for who they are as a character and and they they include so many characters in this episode too and you get to see all of their different personalities and how they're reacting to this news like oh it's it's a phenomenal episode it was great it's genius storytelling too because I what I didn't realize until this episode was unfolding is how much we are invested in these people, uh, especially mm-hmm. the kids. And like you mentioned, this moment of experiencing the thing that they have been dreading, that the show's kind of been building towards or foreshadowing, finally experiencing that. Like they are 
suppressed and then we see what comes out of them, how they react. And like you mentioned, it's so, it's just so perfect for who they are as people. And it, it's, it was weirdly comforting to see them react in this like incredibly difficult situation. But knowing that they are consistent with who we thought that they were and um, seeing them try and navigate the situation the way that we would expect Roman to do and Kendall to do and Ship to do. It just, it was, it was oddly satisfying to be like, wow, we really know these people and I feel so invested in them, you know? And I think all of that was, was just so well written. But to your point too, the whole time this, this sequence of events is happening where they're talking to their father what they think is his final moments and it ends up being his final moments. But when they're talking to him, like one, what they are saying to him in this incredibly built up moment is illuminating. But two, I could see how this would be illuminating for uh, Logan as well (laughs) to see like, if this were to happen, like which of his kids will react in which ways. And of course that, that, um, that fake out isn't actually, true which is um as we mentioned the audacity there is incredible but for us as the viewers to see like what do these kids say in their dad's final moments and what comes out of them and each of them respond so differently to the events that are unfolding and all of their all of their little comments and even the smaller throwaway lines i rewatched the first half of this because i was just like so floored um Every line is like not wasted at all. Every line communicates something uh, in each of them. And the efficiency, but also the tact that this, this, this show has to, to create a moment like this where we really then intimately know these characters even further is just pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I just love that they're all so distinct and they're so human. And like they have big personalities so it I feel like it would have been easy to make them more similar than they are but especially in a in an episode like this you see them going through like waves of different emotion and reacting in in so many different ways and I I just love the complexity of each character like I I want to go rewatch this episode right now because it was so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it really is. It, it feels like like a master class in writing characters. Like this whole show, you could just study and mm-hmm. learn how to write an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's so brilliant. And what the show is incredible at doing is is of course creating the sense of like their their big personalities that are easy to hate, of course. But also they're so incredibly human that you you kind of see yourself in each of them as well, which is just this unique balance, this tightrope walk the show does, which is that you know how conniving and cunning they are as people and they all suck in a lot of ways, but they're all so deeply human and, and you relate to them and you empathize with them too, but not too much as well. It's, it's, so it's just this like really – a delicate balance that this film is able to strike with these characters. Yeah. And I, I 
love that I was genuinely shocked by this episode. You know, like we we talked in the last episode about Logan will have to be killed off at some yeah. point in this season. Like the the show couldn't end with Logan still alive. But I imagined that happening like episode seven, you know, yeah. maybe episode five. Uh, episode three was n- not a possibility in my mind. And right. so I, I was genuinely surprised by this. And that was just a fun feeling to have because I'm usually not surprised by TV shows especially. And that was just such a joy. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is incredible. I want to be surprised more often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think one, it's genius because they've been building up to this idea of who will Logan pick and this idea of succession, right? This one gets them out of having to figure that piece out. But two, what it opens up is the next seven episodes to like literally let the games begin mm-hmm. and let's yeah. see all of these characters go for it. And one thing that I love about this episode too is that one of the things we were talking about in our previous episodes is we're excited to see how they use all of these side characters and and what roles that they will play. And this this episode one sets up this idea of like the games will begin. Welcome to the opening ceremony of the bloodbath that will ensue. But two that these outsiders, quote unquote, these other side characters all have a role to play, whether they will be used by each other or they will distinctly be gunning for something. They are key players and everything that we've learned about their personalities and the choices that they made in the past seasons now all matter. So now I'm like, okay, Frank and Jerry and Carl, like they are pieces on this chessboard. And of course the kids are obviously some of the key players, but they are very much in the mix here as well. And the this episode really ushers them onto the main stage to be like, what role will they play and how will this all unfold? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I think I was thinking about the ending of the show as like one of the kids needs to like assume the throne, but I I didn't like that idea. Um and and this episode made me realize I was thinking about it like way too narrowly. And so I'm so excited to see this open up. And it's not just, yes. you know, biological succession, yes. but it's who of these many, many characters that we've gotten to know yeah. could succeed Logan. And I, I just, I love that now we have episodes and episodes to be able to really <laughs> explore this. And uh-huh. I'm, I'm just so excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how they will build alliances with each other, backstab on those alliances, how they will figure out how to manipulate the board and the media and and all of the roles that they play and their superpowers are unique as well. And how will they wield those in this – it's really like the Hunger Games at this point. And we thought there were only three three main uh, players, but no, there are many that are part of this arena. And that's kind of that's thrilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this battle royale just I don't know quadrupled in excitement. Like yeah, 
Yeah. It's amazing. And I think what's been interesting too is that for most of the show up until this point, Logan's really been the center of the universe. You know, like everyone's uh, plans and tactics and strategies have all been in relationship to him really as the center hub and they are the spokes and everyone is revolving around him and being in his good graces and being what he needs, all this kind of stuff. Now that Logan's gone, each of them has to fend for themselves and it'll be really illuminating to see how they all like either step into that and like own and strategize as individuals now or they falter because um, he's no longer this like centerpiece, like this really like centrifugal force of gravity. No, they're the, the possibilities are now much wider than had he still been in the picture, which is also exciting. Mm-hmm. And it was so sudden too. Yeah. You know, like it, it really seemed like we were gearing up to this epic battle between Logan and the kids and like, okay, this three versus one can the David, the three kids take down the Goliath of Logan. And it seemed that's what we were building to. And then he's gone. Mm -hmm. I just, I, I absolutely love that because I'm, all of their expectations and everything that they were planning and getting into is completely changed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so then like, also like we, as the audience now we're like, Oh my God, what is next? Uh, but so are they. And I think we're going to see some really fun and interesting character choices that mm-hmm. are going to come out of them, out of the gravity being taken away. Uh, it's going to be fascinating what they do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And I, th- I think to your point earlier, the fact that this happens in episode three means that there's now enough time to really sink our teeth into all the juiciness of that. Um, and had this happened later in the season, you know, it, it would have left a, just less runway, less excitement, less uh, long-term strategizing that we can really see unfold. And so there the opportunities for like pass forward just got exponentially larger um, by this happening now versus later on. So I think that's thrilling. Yeah. Like how many times have we slash a lot of times me uh, complained about like a a movie is building up steam and like, they're going to do great things and they just run out of room. And so it's not fully developed. And like, Succession might do it right. Yeah. I I am so excited at the possibility of this show being able to end well. 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 And like being a satisfying ending with with everything being fully formed. And I don't I don't know. It's it's very exciting to see that that my uh, assumptions of how this show would go were wrong and that this show is potentially going to do it right. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm so curious as to what's next. Like I want all seven episodes to be available right now so that I can binge watch all of them. Like <laughs> I need to watch them now. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't yeah. want to wait another month and a half. <laughs> oh, I know. But we are going to be on this journey and soaking every week. We sure are. <laughs> yeah. I rarely have the the urge after something's ended to like go back and watch it immediately. And I did with this one. And you know, you know I don't do that, not even with, mm-hmm. with movies either. But yeah. I went back and I didn't get a chance to finish the episode, but I was about like halfway through the second time around. It's it's this makes me want to watch that experience made me want to watch the show back in general to mm-hmm. see the arc and how they've they've planted these seeds every step of the way to reach whatever final destination. Like that would be really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so excited to watch this whole thing yeah. over again. Like, I know we're not even halfway done with the final season, but I'm ready. I The minute that it's over, I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. episode one, here we go. Yep. <laughs> I'm ready. Yep. Yeah, I I definitely just sat on my couch in silence for a good long time <laughs> after this episode was over because I was like, I don't, I don't know how to move on with my day. <laughs> Like, yeah, I know that that it's a fictional TV show, but um, we just process through a lot of emotions. Yeah, and I'm gonna need a minute. And so again, like it's just it's so satisfying for a TV show to affect the audience so strongly, and like mm-hmm. where you have to watch it again or you have to sit and wrestle with some things after. Like, wow. What an impactful episode of television. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is – they they chose the harder route here as well mm-hmm. because it really is like a blank state slate now for the, di- the dynamics and the relationships and the events that, un- that need to unfold in the next seven episodes. Like this is the harder job to do than to do the more – conventional like one of the children ascends the throne by the end of this this is the harder one because now every character needs to be scrutinized for like who are they really and what choices will they make now that they have a plethora of choice options available to them um yeah like what will what will each of their choices next even in, i mean i'm excited for episode four like how mm-hmm. Who will start to move first? Who will start to strategize first? Who's still reeling from this and like can't get there yet? Who's going to try and form an alliance with who first? Like I'm excited for that. And I I love that this episode was able to contain like all of those things. And, and you see these characters knowing that they need a moment to grieve. But at the same time, they know that there's a business and they have to do businessy things but then they're like but that feels wrong because I'm grieving and I just lost my dad but the business and you just see them trying to figure out what next step to take and and I just I loved how complex each decision was and and you see these characters like prioritizing but also needing to grapple with what they're experiencing at the same time and it was I don't know the the complexity was just beautiful to me because you Mm -hmm. I I feel like it would have been much easier to just have like Kendall focused on work and Roman being 
emotional and sad and like Shiv doing something else. Like it, it would have been easy to just like pigeonhole the characters and like, okay, you do one thing, but each character has moments of all of these different emotions that they cycle through in various ways. It was, it was great. Even some of the lesser characters too, you see them having to grapple with like business versus, you know, this moment. And I, I love how they portrayed that on each and every person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This, this show, I think has understood that these moments of crises are incredibly like illuminating moments for these characters and most, like you mentioned, most storytelling on television and, and even in movies, honestly, saves that for like the finale, like the last act, right? Something big happens and then they see who they are. The show seems to be like, no, let's press them, see what comes out. And now that's going to set up where we take them next. It, it kind of flips the script really on – how you use a moment of drama like this and a moment of crises with high stakes to do all these character revealing moments as the exposition, you know, like it's genius. It's so smart. So smart. Mm-hmm. And, and that's when we learn so much about a character, but that's when a character also learns about themselves too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. again, like to your point, I, I think it's going to be very interesting. The choices that are made after this, yeah. And and how does Logan's death potentially like torpedo some of these characters, mm-hmm. you know, even though and and that that exchange, I think it was Kendall and Carl where Carl was like, you guys are estranged and Kendall immediately is like, no, we were not estranged. And so it's just those those little things where I'm like, wow, how how is this going to absolutely upend who you are as a character? Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm intrigued to see how the show uses these side characters. I'm so mm-hmm. curious because they're they're there they play some key roles in some moments, but for the most part, like most of the drama is not centered around them, right? It's centered around this family dynamic and the side characters are sometimes there to to help a, a gag through an episode or they're they're pawns really and this episode seems to usher them in to say like they've got they've got ambitions too and they their desires their loyalties their alignments to their ambitions are going to play a role in this somehow and you see that with how much time we spend in that plane uh, with Frank, Carl, Tom. But there's these interactions that happen at the end of the episode that feel significant as well with, for example, the statement. And Carl and Frank are kind of, they've got their peacock feathers out and they're like, no, the statement needs to come through us as mm-hmm. well. Like we're going to need to yeah. review it as well. And it's like, oh, where is, this is coming from an interesting place where clearly you have your eyes set on something now that this has unfolded. Um, and I'm intrigued to see if the show will bring them in as vital players and what they do with it. That'll be fun to see. 
Mm-hmm. Oh gosh, I hope so. There's yeah. there's so many ways that this show could go now. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, the rise of Roman has. <laughs> I don't think he ever rose really. No, it was like he, he went up a little bunny hill. But the first ten minutes of this episode was like, oh, we were we were hoping for things. This is not this is not unfolding. But I will say there's there's so much that's endearing about Roman, and I think that his his like tenderness and his inability to be a shark is kind of what makes him endearing as well. Like he's the most sensitive out of all of the three kids um he's the one that is urging his father to show up for connor's wedding like there's this humanness in him that i think if he can use as his superpower can get him far but in this battle royale that's going to unfold i'm really intrigued to see what they do with his character now because that that whole first opening 10 minutes of this episode where he's just so worried and anxious and unable to just knife Jerry in the back is an incredibly character illuminating moment. And uh, I'm intrigued to see what they do with that too. The Rise of Roman is officially mm-hmm. over. <laughs> it never really began. Well, and I, I do hope that we see a different Rise of Roman because I, yeah. and and we talked about this a little bit in the last episode, but when Logan was like, I need, I forget what he said, but like he needs a killer, basically. He used a different phrase. But when Logan said that, I was like, but that's not who Roman is. And that's Mm -hmm. okay that he's not, he doesn't fit this mold that you're trying to make him into. And so I, I think this episode, maybe Roman learned a little bit more about himself. And mm. so I, I really hope that like my version of the rise of Roman is for Roman to learn who he is and operate in that and not, <laughs> you know, conform to anybody else's version of him. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope that this was him learning a bit more about himself and not trying to become his dad. Cause like you said, like he has skills and abilities and, he has a lot to bring to the table, yeah. but he's always been kind of like pigeonholed because he doesn't fit the normal mold. So I just, I just, I want Roman to be himself and flourish <laughs> in being himself, which is too positive for this show. I love show. how much you want the best for these characters. I do. Okay. I Thoughts do. about uh, Tom, how Tom handled this episode, I Tom's relationship Tom. with a chef. Tom is an idiot. Tell me more. I just, I he just annoys the hell out of me. He's not good. Why is that? I don't know. I I think it's because he is inept. I, I we talked about this a little bit in the last episode. I view him much more negatively than you do. Mm. Um, and like I understand, he was in a very stressful situation, trying to relay stuff, trying to like manage what was happening and get the kids to have this final moment with the dad but the whole time I was just like oh my god Tom I just I need you I need you to do better (laughs) I need you to have better answers I need you to communicate better I need you in crisis to become competent uh but he he did the best he could and that's fine (laughs) that's fine 
What's interesting about him is the way that you see him potentially taking advantage of this mm-hmm. situation to weasel his way back into this alliance yeah. with Shiv. And yep. she's in such a vulnerable state and he he's able to be something for her that she needs right now. And, oh, you can see his wheels turning in uh, his opportunistic side to be there and be in the right um, alliance, which sounds like yeah. a terrible word, but it really no, is. But it's like, let me hitch. This is yeah. my moment to be back. That, that is what he is good at, though, is, yeah. is yeah, hitching a ride to the next level of success so he knows who to partner with so that he gets the favorable outcome which is a skill i i respect that i just i need my girl shiv to be aware and say no tom i'm not doing this with you well there is an interesting moment when they uh right before the, the mini press conference that she gives where she kind of falls into his embrace mm-hmm. and then she she kind of like lurches herself back out of it and the expression yeah. on her face was this kind of moment of like, oh no, like we can't go, we can't be doing this. <laughs> like, and I, I just thought that that facial expression said so much in that moment as well. So I think, she, I think your girl's, your girl's aware, hopefully. Gosh, I hope so. I'm like, I'm not trying to do this whole Shiv and Tom thing again. Yeah, but she calls him back into the yeah. car with her. So yeah. she yep. she might see him too. So, you know. It's okay. We're we're complex. She's going through some a rough moment. I get it. I just hope that cooler heads prevail. Yes. Okay. Other last thoughts about this episode before we get into our awards show. Uh should we talk about Connor and Willa? Because we have not mentioned them once, and it's Connor's wedding. <laughs> I just want to know what the show is going to do with Connor and Willa, and how they're they're going to play a role in all this. Because mm-hmm. even through this episode, they're, they're they've kind of got their own little story arc going at the same time in parallel. But I'm excited to see how those threads will cross paths with everything else that's going on over here. They're are really like in their own little story right now and um i'm intrigued to see how that goes i kind of love that he's just like i'm gonna get married you know this is my day <laughs> yeah and i know my dad died but like we're gonna do it we got the whole setup <laughs> i'm just i and i i mean i guess all of the like uh like pr people were so focused on the three kids and managing that situation and the statement and yada yada blah 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 but like I'm a little shocked that none of the PR team was like hey uh you cannot get married on the same day that your dad died like Mm -hmm. I was I was so surprised by that I love that that they went through with it but uh that was just funny to me like this is gonna cause problems at some point in time yes yeah because, like, Kendall had just made that speech of, like, they're going to be scrutinizing everything that we do today, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a few minutes later, Connor, Connor gets married that same day. Yep. So I was like, hmm, this is, this is probably going to come back around. Mm, interesting. Interesting. 
yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, foundation laying that this this episode's also kind of doing, which I think is what you're you're kind of bringing up as well, mm-hmm. which is every choice right now and in the past, but especially right now, is setting up for the details that will be significant later on. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a really good puzzle they're they're weaving yeah. here, you know? Yeah, just just so juicy. Okay, let's do our award show for episode three. <laughs> Man, it feels so weird. I know to be doing an award show on this episode. I know, but I think there's some there's some good awards to give. In spite of everything that has unfolded. <laughs> uh, let's start with the first one. Best insult. So uh, my my favorite insult of this episode was uh, when Roman was on the phone with Logan, not sure if Logan was alive or dead. Mm-hmm. And Roman says... You're going to be okay because you're a monster. <laughs> and I said, and you win. This you is always perfection. win. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so good. It's it's so loaded. It doesn't make yeah. sense, but it's perfect. It's yeah. like the I love you, but you're you're not yes. serious people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so good. It was great. <laughs> it's the most loving insult you'll ever hear. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, my award goes to the three kids for how long it takes them to tell Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The whole time I was like, you morons, you have another sibling. Yes. Yes. Well, tangentially related to this is there's a little interaction between Shiv and Kendall where Shiv's like, yes. why didn't you tell me earlier that I was like – I feel like this is going to come back at some point Um, because she realizes that they didn't come to her until much later. I mean, much later in the, in the context of this moment is several minutes, but he, Kendall agreed to go get Shiv much earlier. And we were in that Mm -hmm. scene for, for, for quite a while longer before he actually goes to get her. So I feel like there's going to be some bitterness and resentment that might arise from that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love that this episode is is creating new cracks in their yeah. relationship, and yeah. so we'll just see and in everybody's relationships, and so we just have to see which ones will choose. Yeah, ah, oh, so good. Oh, I'm excited. Who won the episode? Uh, Waystar's biggest competitor. Hmm. Yes, because their their <laughs> stock price tanked, and the company is going to be in free fall. You know, so whoever their biggest competitor is, they probably cleaned up. One of my favorite moments is Roman pointing at the screen with the stock <laughs> price, like just the clip. He's like, "That is dad." <laughs> yes, it was so good. My choice for who won the episode is all of the outsiders. Nice. Tom, Carl, Frank, Jerry. It's good. They get a chance to play now. Heck yeah. They sure do. With Logan still alive and potentially mm-hmm. crowning one of his children, mm-hmm. they're not really part of the picture. Now they're like, aha, 
we have a we have a moment now. Yeah. Yeah, I was initially going to pick Jerry because she was kind of mm. fired at the beginning yes. and by the end she's clearly very unfired and mm-hmm. is potentially an option Claire. for succession. So yeah. she she came out big in this one. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. It's great. Best power move. <laughs> Uh, I chose uh, Willa marrying into the family when the sensible <laughs> thing to do would have been to cancel the wedding. And I was like, girl, you get your money. I'm not Mine is it. actually similar, and it's kind Ooh. of the reverse, though, which is Connor marrying Willa regardless <laughs> of everything that's happened. That's amazing. <laughs> so I love that we are just celebrating the two of them and their nuptials. Yeah, absolutely. It really is a big... F you to everything. Yeah. It's like, I don't care. I'm going to do what I want. And Willa's like, I'm going to gain some good stuff right here. Yeah, There's a really interesting will. conversation that they have, though, when he explicitly asks her, why are you marrying me? Like, why are you in this? The, the like, clarity that they communicate with each other is, like, unsettling, but also oddly oddly refreshing and comforting in a world where none of these characters ever say how they feel. Oh, see, okay, so that's interesting because, you know, Connor was very clear and explicit in his communication. But then Willa wasn't. you can see Willa crafting the correct answer mm-hmm. in that conversation. And I just, mm-hmm. I loved, obviously writing performance phenomenal because you can see the wheels in her brain turning yeah. of like uh what do I say to not be lying outright but uh-huh. also to still get what I what want, I want. Mm-hmm. and I just oh that was so brilliant it was so good and she throws that little joke at the end yeah she's like well for today yes oh and they just laugh, ha, 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 ha. I'm like, yo, Connor, like, you need to run, dude. There's yeah, but, like, red his flags desire to communicate, like, he's just like, let me, yeah. I mean, it's kind of foolish, honestly, to ask mm-hmm. a question like that. But yeah. he's wanting something, you know? Yeah, if you have to ask the, the question, like, there's a problem. He's such a fool. He is. But they got married, and we're happy for them. <gasps> Yes. Go live your life, guys. It's great. <laughs> okay, what do you want to see in the next episodes? Like we've alluded uh, to quite a bit, but yeah. Specifics. I I am so curious what a Logan Roy funeral would look like. <laughs> um they Oh man. There was a throwaway line of like we'll do the Reagan funeral with a few tweaks. <laughs> I was like, I I, I want to see this. Like, you've primed me for a Logan funeral. So I, I'm hoping we, we see a glimpse into that. I think that that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like we've talked about for this entire episode, I want to see these other players emerge and start making yep. some moves. I'm so excited. I like Jerry, and I'm so intrigued as to what mm. she does. I think that's really fascinating. Frank and Carl are also really interesting to me because they've all three of them have been in those upper levels before, yep. but always in a supporting role. And so like, okay, what 
what would this look like if you guys start making some moves? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm very intrigued. Yeah, yeah, and and to see their strategies and their cunning come to light. Clearly, they've been mm-hmm. able to survive in this world for this long, so they they've got some th- things up their sleeve. I think. Um, I'm excited to see the way that there's these these threads that have unfolded in past seasons that I wonder if or when this final season will bring them to the light. Like Kendall's like baggage and and the things that Logan's covered up for him and the fact that now the two kids, mm-hmm. his two siblings now know about it. Like will that come to bite him? How will they use that? Will they use that? Will they have the choice to use it and choose not to? You know, like I think there's all these unresolved threads that um, can really blow up and to this firework show in this final season. Or maybe the the show's not interested in like capitalizing on going back on all of those things and wielding them in that way and will bring up new ways to write this story. But there's so much scandal that's been buried beneath the surface that are now like valid playing cards for them to use and and weapons for them to use against each other and whether they choose or choose not to use it will be I think pretty fascinating there's a lot with like the um stuff that Tom's been hiding with Greg you know like all of that Mm -hmm. Um, it's just buried for now yeah yeah bring back some of those season one threads yeah yeah that would be really fun Mm -hmm. yeah all right. Any other last thoughts before we wrap? I'm I'm also interested to see what they do with Carrie. Yes, because I I think they're planning some stuff with her, and and she seems like a bit of a Sharp. wild card. Yeah. Like, oh, what what do we have brewing here? So that mm-hmm. that should be fun. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. They'll either fade her out or mm-hmm. she'll be a key role, uh, yep. at least as a pawn for someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm very intrigued with her. And what so, information does she know? Right. I'm sure she knows a lot. My God. She probably has so much information. So and much is intel. she as much of an idiot as she seems sometimes or is she actually really, meant? really shrewd? And we'll use all of these things to our advantage. Ooh, it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. We shall see. All right. This was our review and discussion of episode three. You can find it available on HBO Max. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of TV and Us. Our name sums it up. We're big fans of TV and the powerful ways we can connect with each other and the world around us. This podcast is about all of us and our shared stories. Everyone is welcome here, and we're so glad that you hung out with us today as we continued our journey through Succession Season 4. You can subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you tune into your favorite shows. Drop us in your view, letting us know your thoughts about Episode 3. You can connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at TVNSPod, or you can email us at TVNSPod at gmail.com. We will be back next week to discuss episode four as the games begin. We hope you have an amazing week and we'll talk again soon. Bye.